Welcome to the ACOFP Student Podcast, a production of the American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. Hey guys, I'm Parnjaya. I'm a second year medical student here at ACOM. And on today's episode of DOFM Student Edition, I'm super excited to have on our guest, Dr. Clemens, to talk to us about her experiences with a career in academic medicine. So Dr. Clemens, as a little bit of an introduction, has completed her medical education at um, Dubusk College of Osteopathic Medicine and her residency training at Manatee Memorial Hospital in Bradenton, Florida. After working in her clinical career, she now is currently serving as an assistant professor of family medicine and OPP here at ACOM. Um, Dr. Clemens, thank you again so much for sharing some of your time with us today, and um, especially during such a busy season of ending the semester and the holiday season coming up. I'm really excited to hear some of your insight about um, your perspectives on your career in academic medicine. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me to join you. Amazing. So, Dr. Clemens, could you tell us a little bit about your path to family medicine, um, maybe also your path to becoming a physician in general, if you had any role models or inspirations? So, I always knew growing up that I wanted to go into medicine, and so from an early age, I started exploring different areas of the medical field, and the more I explored, the more I felt like a physician in medicine would just be a good fit for me. I was particularly interested in preventive care and seeing patients of all ages, so family medicine became a natural fit for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so how did you, after deciding to become a physician, decide to enter into a career of academic medicine? So I was invited by one of my former faculty members to tour a relatively new medical school at that time. And at the end of the tour, they started talking to me about job opportunities. At the time, I had not considered academic medicine as a career for me, but the more I learned about it, it just became something that I really felt like I would enjoy. So shortly after, I was considering a career change and pursued the academic position that they had discussed, and I haven't looked back since. Amazing. That's awesome. That's really cool that you had somebody um, see that in you and introduce you to the field, um, mm -hmm. even though it might not have been something you were considering before. That's awesome. So um, thinking about kind of the skills that you use as a professor versus um, as a clinician, when you were using those skills as a clinician, do you think that there are differences um, in the skills that you use or kind of the hats that you put on um, in either profession or either role? So I would say that I do a lot of planning now. So mm -hmm. when I was in primarily clinical practice, my schedule was pretty set. It was a patient schedule that was pretty much the same, regardless of the day of the week. Um, in academics, my schedule has a lot more variety. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's definitely some skills that transfer easily. Time management is necessary in both. Multitasking is definitely necessary in both. Um, but I think I do a lot more planning here. Gotcha. Um, so about your role at ACOM, you're also one of the course directors of PCS or primary clinical skills, which is a class, at least after our first semester, that really emphasizes um, how to organize clinical information and make a differential diagnosis while, you know, maintaining um, a compassionate and emotionally competent um, relationship with your patient. And this is a huge feat for somebody to learn, but also I can imagine a huge feat for somebody like yourself to teach us how to do that. 
So could you talk to us a little bit about how you see students change or improve these skills from their first semester onto um, future semesters or between like first year and second year, for example? So I think in the beginning, most students are really just sort of using a checklist and memorizing an order, trying to make sure they don't forget all the things they need to do to get the points because they're really just worried about their grade. Whereas later on in the course, after second year mostly, we start to see students to where they draw information they've learned from all their different classes. They really synthesize the information um, and bring it together to come up with a diagnosis, a treatment plan, and then try to explain what they've learned in medical terms to a patient in terms they can understand. And so as they go through that process, we get to see that the students are now understanding the why behind all of the little things on the checklist that they were taught at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so I know that you're not currently seeing patients now, but is there anything that you miss about clinical practice now that you're um, a full-time faculty um, at ACOM? Yeah, so my clinical practice time has varied depending on my teaching commitments. And so um, in the past, I have done some clinical practice like one half day a week um, with our third year students in the rural health rotation. But when I'm not in clinic, I do tend to miss the patients and the relationships that I've built with my continuity patients that I see over time. Gotcha. Currently, what is your um, split between that role and then um, teaching at ACOM? Um, so this semester I'm at ACOM full time, but last year I was um, in the clinic one half day a week and then ACOM four and a half days a week. Gotcha. And do you notice that there are any misconceptions from medical students or otherwise about family medicine that you find that you're, you find are not true? I think the biggest misconception that I hear is just students who think that all family medicine physicians practice outpatient primary care. Mm -hmm. um, I know family physicians in so many different settings. There's some who work in urgent care, some in the emergency room. I know some who still deliver babies, some who focus primarily on sports medicine, and even some who work as hospitalists. So I think family medicine allows physicians a unique opportunity to focus on what interests them, and that there's definitely more than just that one outpatient clinic Monday to Friday setting for physicians. Hmm, very well said. So thinking back to your time as a medical student, have you noticed how medical education or learning medicine has changed from, excuse me, from when you were a student to now currently that you're teaching other students? There definitely seems to be a bigger focus on incorporating active learning methods. Mm. Um, and so, you know, there's a little bit of a trend to not do everything as a lecture. There's also a focus on incorporating simulation, using our standardized patients. And so there's definitely more of that built into the curriculum than we had when I was a student. And then there's also been the development of the interprofessional learning activities. Oh, yeah, those those have been really um, cool for us to do. And I think really helpful before we go into our clinical rotations. So those are something that some things that I definitely appreciate as a student. Good. Yeah. 
Um, and then finally, I just like to end off, um, you know, whenever I have get the opportunity to talk to somebody who has been through this, um, been through this stage and been through medical school, their residency, I always like to ask if there's any piece of advice that you'd like to share with medical students that might be listening today. So the one piece of advice that sticks in my mind that I was told is to always keep your patient's best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. If your patient's best interest is what you're focusing on, then you should be hopefully doing what's right for the patient and things will turn out the way that they should. Um, I think this actually was told to me by a lawyer who said they would much actually much rather defend someone who was doing something that was in the patient's best interest um, mm -hmm. than just maybe following a protocol. Um, mm -hmm. So, Very well said. Thank you so much for that. The ACOFP Student Podcast is a production of the American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. To learn more about ACOFP, please visit www.acofp.org.